Social Zoom Factor, episode 249. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you a small business owner, entrepreneur, or work on a corporate team and tired of wasting money on social media training courses that are nothing more than random videos thrown up on a wall like webinar spaghetti? Finally, there's a solution to get you on the fast track to social media business success and help you learn how to generate brand awareness, leads, and sales without breaking the bank. Visit socialprofitfactor.com and use coupon code Zoom. Again, that's socialprofitfactor.com, coupon code Zoom. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, are you tired of being sick and tired of not achieving a positive return on investment from the time and money that you put into social media? Does it feel as if you're constantly spinning your wheels? Maybe you don't know where to start when it comes to developing your social media strategy and plan. Does your audience and your community online seem to ignore you no matter what tactics you try, no matter what content you post? Are you missing out on opportunities that could actually help you grow your business because you're stuck in a rut and embarrassed of your social profiles? Are you becoming a slave to random acts of marketing? Do you feel as if you are doing everything the experts tell you to do, but there's just something missing that they're not telling you? Do you feel as if you're getting caught up and chasing these shiny objects that everybody tells you you need, but at the same time, it's distracting you from your key priorities and the things you really should be doing? Are you still searching for that magic easy button? Maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast today and you just feel that things are not working. Well, if these are the challenges that you're facing, you definitely are listening to the right podcast today. So I am going to share with you seven steps to develop a profitable social media plan and strategy because it's not what technology and social networks can do for you, but instead it's what you can do with the technology that's available. You're at the driver's seat. And for this content, what I'm going to do is share with you a recent webinar. So you're going to get the audio version of a webinar that we recently did with these seven steps to develop a profitable social media plan and strategy. This is the same methodologies that we use in helping our customers from small business, you know, solo entrepreneurs, all the way up to enterprise organizations, franchisees, franchisors, enterprise brands and tech in both B2B as well as B2C business to consumer. So if you would also like to access the full webinar replay, you can still do that for a limited time. And I'm telling you, this webinar is not going to be up forever. So just head on over to socialzoomfactor.com slash 249 webinar. And there you can access the full replay with instant access to that webinar with the slides, all the pretty visuals and the audio, as well as once you watch the webinar, we will automatically send you a social media strategy planning Zoom kit. And that thing, I'm telling you, it is loaded with worksheets and resources that are going to help you get a grip on your social media planning strategy and results for the rest of 2018 and beyond. So head on over to socialzoomfactor.com slash 249 webinar. What we're going to cover today, we're going to talk about what is the number one thing keeping you from success? What's the number one thing you must have before you post even one social network update? What are those seven essential steps to develop 
developing that social strategy and plan. How do you get from strategy to plan to execution to measurable results? How do we define what success looks like? How do we identify and stomp random acts of marketing now? How do we start integrating digital and social marketing for the highest impact possible? What are the key inputs you're going to need to succeed using social media for business? And how do you ensure that your plan is at all times keeping you inspiring and connecting with your ideal customer? And you're doing that in a human way where you're not all about yourself. And why success using social media is so much more than just social media content or branding. So I know this podcast today is going to provide you massive value. Go ahead, sit back and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Social Profit Factor webinar. Today, we are talking about seven steps for you to develop a profitable social media strategy and plan. My name is Pam Moore, and I am so excited to share some information with you today that I am confident is going to help you in growing your business. Now, you know that you are in the right place today. If you are any one of these types of people, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you own a business, work in a small business, work in a large business, uh, part of a large larger team, or maybe you're simply just curious to understand how you can develop a social media strategy and plan for business, any type of business in 2018. So I want to make sure you get the absolute best experience that you possibly can on this webinar today. Make sure that you shut down any other apps or browser tabs. And it's not only because I want all of your attention, which I do. This webinar platform will automatically detect how much bandwidth you have available. So Things like Facebook, things like Twitter, those actually consume a lot of bandwidth on your computer. So if you shut those down, you're going to get a much higher quality video and experience. And as it detects your bandwidth, your view of the slides and everything you're seeing will just get better and better. So make sure you put on that creative hat today, along with your business and technical hat. I want you to have an open mind. I want you to get out of your own way and be open to different ways that you can put your strategy and plan together in 2018. Make sure also you write down any questions that you have and save those for the live Q&A at the end. And we will stick around a long time and try to answer as many questions as we possibly can. A big benefit of being on an event like this online as well is connecting with other people. So I encourage you right now, go ahead into the chat, tell us who you are, where you're from, uh, maybe a little bit about what you do and why you're here today. I'd also like to know, how did you hear about this webinar? Okay, so are you on my email list? Was it from a, a Facebook ad or uh, maybe from a friend? Um, connect with us using the hashtag social profit factor. That's how you're going to find other people who are here on this webinar as well. You can see our Twitter handles listed there. We have a uh, open public Facebook group as well themarketingnuts.com slash SPFFB. Now, you are going to get an amazing thank you gift as well for simply attending today and staying until the end, at least up until the Q&A. It is a social media strategy resource kit, and it will be mailed to you to the email of which you registered for the webinar automatically, and you will receive that within 24 hours of watching this webinar. So included is going to be an audience analysis worksheet, which is very important for your planning purposes, as well as a two. 2018 content editorial calendar template. And these are the same templates we use with our clients of all sizes. That calendar template is broken down by month, by week, and by day. So it will 
honestly help you get your content organized and planned with themes and key messages for the entire year. We'll give you a goal setting worksheet, a KPI priority worksheet, and a worksheet to help manage and allocate your time and get real on how much time you have for social media a SWOT analysis worksheet, as well as I'm giving you a few resources and white papers. One is how to get your marketing budget approved. And we have some proven methods that will help you do that. If you're working inside of an organization and you need to have your budget approved by others, um, how to stop random acts of marketing, as well as how to power up your social media with things with employee advocacy. So tapping into the power of your own employees. Now, Social Profit Factor is sponsoring this webinar today. And Social Profit Factor is an online training academy and community that includes ongoing support and training. We have biweekly live events and loads of resources and templates. It truly is a blueprint to success on the social web. Now, I want you to answer me in the comments. If I promise to deliver you loads of value today in this webinar, will you is it okay with you if I share with you at the end of this presentation a little bit about social profit factor and how it can help your business? If you could please just comment in the chat, yes or no, that would be awesome. So this is me. I don't know how many of you know me. I'd love you to put in the chat and tell me whether you do know me or whether this is maybe your first experience with me. Uh, I have over 15 years I worked in corporate America before before I started my own company. So I have honestly been doing social media long before it was ever called social media. We used to build communities, um, you know, using technology that was nowhere close to where it is today and a lot harder uh, for us to build out those communities. But, you know, I speak and train around the globe. I'm not going to list all these things out here for you, but we've been around the block when it comes to social media. And we walk the walk, okay? You can take a look at our audience. I don't share this slide with you to brag. I just want you to know you're listening to somebody that knows how to build community. We have over a million people that follow us across the social platforms. None of those uh, followers have ever been purchased. Our digital tribe scales up to 200 million. So those are people who are actively sharing our content, who, you know, tweet out my content before I can even find that retweet button when I published a new blog post, for example. Our social Zoom Factor podcast, which is free for you and anybody that wants to go to iTunes and, and find that or Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. We have over 240 episodes and we've had over 1.5 million downloads loads of that podcast. Pretty good for something that started out as a test a few years ago. But we try to drive innovation across the social web, usually about 18 to 24 months ahead of our competition in the key areas where we focus. So our agency is called Marketing Nuts, and it was founded by myself and my husband, who's also my partner in business and life, Josh, and you will see him managing the chat. So he is who you will be talking to in the chat if you have questions. And as you ask questions in the chat, he will also um, ping, he'll mark some of those to make sure we get them answered during the Q&A. Uh, together, we have over 35 years of combined experience in corporate as well as working with startups to Fortune 50 brands. Everything I'm sharing with you here today crosses over any industry, any niche. They are proven methodologies, and we really specialize in simplifying the complex. And you can see here just a sampling of our clients. We work with clients from you know B2B, B2C, small, big. We do a lot of work in franchise, working with franchisors, helping them you know, roll out things to their franchisees, a lot of work in tech. That was our background before we started. And, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of work right now with, with companies like Redken and L'Oreal. We are their designated training partner for all of the Redken salons. So I have a poll to kick off this. I want to make sure that you stay very engaged in this conversation today because it is a conversation. First poll question is how happy are you with your social media results today? All right. So it looks like most people are about, I'll let it go a little longer, about a one. Yeah. And you can vote over in the sidebar. Yeah. So it looks like most people are about a two. That's good. Two to three. 
It's kind of toggling back and forth. So we always just like to get a feel for where you all are. So as you probably are seeing, the only guarantee we have today is change. And how many of you tell me in the comments have been watching what's happening with Facebook, right? There is a lot going on. And so we no longer control the channel or the message. It doesn't matter whether it's Facebook. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it was, you know, TV of the old days and that, you know, only the traditional advertising we had access to. Uh, our consumer, our, whether you're in B2B, B2C, who's ever making that buying decision, you have about eight seconds to grab their attention with any piece of content you put in front of them. And the thing is, you need to be about more than yourself, right? People are not uh, just buying things anymore. They join things, right? Yes, we can go to the taco stand or to go get a burger. I don't need to join that community necessarily. But you think of even if you go buy a burrito at Chipotle, we're part of a community. Right. You can go and you can tweet about that. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I need a Chipotle burrito. So people want to be part of something bigger. So as you start to develop your plan, that's one of the first things I want you to really be thinking about. How am I doing something bigger than just selling a product? Because the truth is people don't want to talk about your product or your service or you necessarily. They want to be part of your community. They want to know what you are about. OK, so social currency today on the Web uh, is attention plus action. And it's not enough for us to only worry about attention. Right. We need to get the attention. We need to have good visuals. Our brains process visuals 60,000 times faster than we process text. Okay. So we need attention. However, we are not going to see an ROI until we're also driving an action. And in order to get an ROI from that action, you need to know what that action is. And you need to make sure that the actions that you are driving are helping your business and helping your customer. And I think when we are talking about planning and strategy, this is the first area that people really mess up. So even if they know their customer, which is foundational, and they know their business, they, a lot of times when you say, why are you using social media? What action are you driving? They don't really know. So I have a couple slides here next just to get everybody on the same page of exactly what does social media, what is it? What does it mean to us? Social media in a nutshell is a medium for you to connect with other human beings, okay? It's one big fat conversation made up of all kinds of tiny conversations as well. It is a storytelling platform where you own the pen, okay? You own that virtual pen and your book is unwritten. So it's an opportunity for you to share and tell your brand stories, okay? Where you can share your journey. And the social media strategy, in a nutshell, that is a strategic plan for how an organization is going to incorporate social media into their business. And notice it says incorporate, not do social media. Okay, so our goal is not to do social media. Our goal is not to fit our business into Facebook. And imagine if you had spent the last five years doing that right now, the, the businesses that have done that are freaking out right now, right? You need to know how is Facebook going to fit into your business? You own and you have control and you need to quit building your business on rented land, which is why you need a social media strategy or you're going to be in a world of hurt 12 months from now. So a strategy, why do we take the time to do it? It saves time. And most importantly, it makes sure that our, we are achieving our goals and objectives, that we are aligning social to our business goals and objectives. Because if we are not doing that, it's honestly all for nothing. So it's also important to understand when we're talking about planning, because this is another area I see a lot of people really make mistakes, is they confuse strategy, plan, and tactics, okay? And they'll think a list of tactics is a strategy or is a plan, okay? So your strategy, think of it as your, if you were building a new home, 
Okay. It is the plan and the framework. So similar to a house, if we were building a new house, we would have to have a plan for how we were going to build that home. We couldn't just go throw all the contractors and have all, you know, nobody would know what day they were supposed to show up, right? When is the floor guys coming here? Oh, they shouldn't have been here before the frame people. So it's the same thing when it comes to digital, social branding, online marketing. You have to have a framework and that is going to help you achieve your long-term goals. You know, we're not building a house, we're building a business. We are, we're building a brand and it includes the approach that you're taking and it supports your why. Why are you doing it? Okay. And then your plan, that is the details of what you are going to do within the plan. So that's saying, here are the things I'm going to do. This is what I'm committing to. Okay. So that would be in a house that would say, okay, I'm going, I'm going to have three bathrooms. Two of them are going to have a bathtub. Okay, I'm going to have a huge kitchen with a huge island. That's your plan. Then the tactics are, how are you going to execute the plan that supports the strategy? So that includes the specific actions to help us achieve our desired goals. So those would be things like Facebook and exactly what we're doing on Twitter and with paid media and Instagram and how we're putting together our images. Those things are all tactics and we need them that we want to make sure they are aligned to the right goals and objectives. So poll question number two is how confident are you today that you are focused on the right social media tactics on a scale of one to five? How confident basically, you know, are you that the things you're working on are the right things that are going to drive results for your business? Because if you are planning properly, okay, you should eventually get to where this number is high, right? Right now, everybody's around like a two or three. If you have a solid social media strategy and plan, you should easily be able to say a four or five. Like, you know, the things you are doing align to your audience and align to your business goals. And even if you're new to social media, right, you need to take the time to start to figure these things out. It's the only way you're going to be able to see an ROI utilizing social media. So stomping random acts of marketing. That's been something I've always been known for my entire career. And it comes from working many days in corporate America. And I remember walking into a meeting on a Monday morning, um, every Monday morning, and there would always be a new project that was assigned, right? Hey, Pam, can you pick up this new project? Sure. Where's my budget? Where's my team? You know, how are we going to allocate? Ah, just figure it out, right? So you take on the project. And the way you know if you have a random act of marketing, and tell me in the comments if you are ever guilty of random acts of marketing. First step is to acknowledge where you have a weakness. We've all done them. You know it's a random act of marketing if it's not funded. So you don't have an allocated budget for it. You're winging it. It's not in the plan. It's not integrated. And it has no metrics for success because here's what happens with random acts of marketing. And this is why so many business and marketing, even smart, experienced leaders in this space struggle with ROI. I don't want you to be, you know, hitting yourself over the head if this is you because everybody does this. They struggle with ROI. They struggle with results. And you say, is social media working for you? Um, well, I don't know because I, I never had a plan and I never set a goal and I didn't integrate this with my business. So that's when you'll hear a lot of people say, Facebook is terrible. Social media is terrible. Instagram's terrible. But it, they never defined what awesome looked like, right? They, they never defined what they were going to do and how they were going to be successful. So that's why the, the plan and the methodology and the steps I'm sharing with you today within the DNA of what and how we do this, we stomp random acts of marketing. And we don't start with technology. We start with people. So we don't start a social media plan and say, I am going to put a plan together and I'm going to start with Instagram and Facebook. Okay. If you ever hire a consultant or an agency, and that's the first thing they tell you after they've 
before they've even asked you about your business and they have your Instagram plan together for you, you need to run the other direction because you need to know who is your audience, right? Who are the people that you are going to serve? Who is your ideal customer? Uh, what are their objectives? What are they wanting to achieve? What are you wanting to achieve with that audience, with that buyer? And then your strategy for social media is based on the relationship. So what is your current relationship with your ideal target customer, right? Do they know you exist? If they don't know you exist, then a top goal is going to be brand awareness, right? You're going to need to make sure that you are driving actions that get people to learn more about you, right? Your Facebook ads are going to look different than somebody who is trying to drive a goal where they're trying, you know, everybody already knows who they are. They're trying to maybe bring them closer into to their brand and drive more sales, right? Where you, where your buyer is in that journey is very important. And that will then determine where and what technology you choose to help you uh, connect with your customer utilizing social media. So whether that's Facebook, whether that's Instagram, whether you're going to integrate it with a blog and with email marketing, right? The list goes on and on. So the seven step success strategy you can see them right here. And these are what we're going to talk through because this is a webinar. I don't have all day to be able to talk through each of these with you. We're going to move pretty quick. Okay. So this is designed to give you an overview of what these steps are inside of our social profit factor training Academy. You know, th we break all of this down and our entire Academy is based on a, a strategy like this, but let's go ahead and let's dig right in. So step one is discovering. And I love this image here because it makes me want to just touch that field and, and feel what she's feeling. And that's what we're doing in step one. We're discovering, we're thinking about how are we going to begin? And, you know, where you start depends on your business, not your competition, not your neighbor, um, not a friend that's telling you what you should do. It depends on your goals, your objectives, and your audience. And I want you to be thinking about why are you doing what you're doing, right? Why does anybody care that you are getting on social media? And even if you're brand new to Facebook or you're brand new to any one of these social networks, you need to realize not everybody else is brand new to it right? There's billions of people that are using these on a daily basis. So you may want to get on there and say, Hey, we're new to so Facebook. Come like our page. The truth is people are tired of seeing those messages. So why does somebody care that you're on Facebook? Why does somebody care that you started a new Instagram account or a new YouTube account? What value are you going to offer that? Before you even think about technology, I want you to, you know, get a virtual piece of paper or go sit out on the beach somewhere and, and wherever you like to get creative and start writing these things down. So in when we are discovering, we're exploring and depending on where you are in understanding social media and digital and branding, you will determine how much and where you focus in this phase. Okay. If you're brand new to social media, you need to kind of learn the ecosystem. You need to understand the differences between these different social networks. Uh, you also need to make sure that you are digging into, to what are your true strengths and weaknesses, right? What do that SWOT analysis. And that's why we include a SWOT analysis worksheet in the strategy resource kit will be emailing to you, right? You need to get real on that. What are your objectives? How ready are you to really embrace social media? And what are the possible metrics that you have for success? Uh, what social networks does your ideal customer use today and why, right? Why are they on Facebook? Why are they on Instagram? Uh, if they're, let's, let's use a simple example. If they're you, let's say they're a salon because we do a lot of work in the beauty industry right now. Let's say they are a salon and their customers, why are they going to Instagram? They're going to Instagram to be inspired. They're looking at hairstyles. They're looking on Instagram and they're following hashtags to find a stylist, to find a salon, 
Okay. And so you need to know why they're using Instagram so you can make sure you're providing the right hashtags, that you're providing images that are going to attract your ideal customer. Uh, who are the industry leaders in your space, in your niche? Uh, why are they industry leaders? Who are they talking to? What type of content are they sharing? What are the top blogs, right? Where and how can you fit and, and as quickly as you can and provide value in a unique way into that ecosystem. And that's why we want to take the time to discover, enjoy that phase. Like, don't let it stress you out. It's a phase that you may feel like you're wasting a little bit of time, but you're not. It's one of the most important phases that you understand what you're getting into, right? It's like we drive a new car. Let's say we pick up a new car at the dealer today. We need to know how that car works before I go let my 17-year-old son take it on the highway, right? He needs to know. That's why he gets a learner's permit when he's 15, right? You need your learner's permit with social media. You need to start to learn these things. Step two is ideation, okay? So during ideation, you now have discovered the ecosystem and now you're starting to collect and prioritize some of those options. You know, by now you have some ideas in your head, maybe written down that you are, are starting to feel confident the direction you're going to go. So now we want to start prioritizing those options against our business objectives. So this is where the rubber starts to hit the road as far as aligning. It's just starting to, to get there. We're not all the way there yet for alignment, but we're starting to think about metrics. We're refining what success looks like, and you're starting to cross some things off your list, right? This is really where you need to start to control those random acts of marketing. This is where random acts of marketing can get out of control um, when we start to come up with ideas. Because for some people, they may have a ton of ideas and that list gets really long. Other people, they need help with ideas. So I understand you maybe one or one or both of those. And um, I'd love you to tell me in the comments whether ideas are easy for you to come by or difficult. But I want you to start crossing things off your list that you're not going to do right? Nobody has enough time and money to really do social media well today. You, you're going to have to cross some things off your list that you're currently doing. You're going to have to reprioritize. Step three is align. Okay. Very important phase. And poll question number three is how well do you know your ideal dream customer? Okay, so it looks like we're going to land probably around a two to a three. Okay, that's, yeah, we're, we're right around a two to a three. So that's pretty good. That's usually where we see people. I want you to get to a five, okay? So things you need to be thinking about, who, demographics, psychographics, geographics, you know, it, it's, you can't, you need to know more than just how old are they? You need to know what are they doing? right? If they're a stay-at-home mom, you're going to communicate with them different on a Monday morning than you are a working professional woman, right? That's headed and driving and commuting into an office. The content you put on Facebook on a Monday morning is different for those two audiences. It may be the same on a Sunday afternoon. They may be both doing laundry, for example, and you know, taking care of kids and family. But I want you to truly get in the head of your audience. And when we take an audience first marketing strategy, ROI tends to just exponentially grow. An audience first marketing strategy means you know who your audience is, you know what your audience needs from you, and you provide your audience what they want and need. And you do this, you plan for this before you create or launch anything. Okay. This is number one. You have got to know who your audience is. And before you plan any tactic, any plan, you need to know what you're going to do here. So then for alignment, this is when we're starting to align our brand with our audience, right? So you're also asking questions about yourself. Who are you? What do you stand for? right? What are the morals that you stand on? What's that foundation? Who is your ideal and current customer? What do they need from you? 
how are you going to serve them in a unique and relevant way? And what is your current brand perception with that audience? What needs to change? There may be some things you need to clean up. There may be zero brand awareness like we talked about. So we're going to need to grow that. And then also, who else do you need on your journey? So partners, friends, you know, strategic leaders in your industry. This is where we start to think about who are we going to take on our journey that already has a community, that already has content. We're starting to think about influencers. We call these the OPCs, not to be confused with OPP. If you know that song, you know me. So here we're looking at people that we can tap into their community, people who are already influencing your ideal customer. So what industry leaders does your ideal customer already respect and trust, right? What blogs are they reading? What podcasts are they listening to? What YouTube channels are they following, right? Where are they getting their information and who inspires them today to take action? Because this is a influencer marketing is a very quick way for you to get to your ideal customer a lot faster than you can do on your own. And you don't need to go hire and pay the big bucks for the Kim Kardashians of the world. You can tap into micro influencers, people who you may not even have to pay at all. You can tap into local leaders in your community. You can tap into your own existing customers who already know and love you. So I really encourage you to consider that as part of your planning. And then step four is actually going to be where we start to plan. So we're really here aligning our social with our top business goals. And this is where you really start to narrow down what those business goals are. You may have five top business goals for the year. Okay, so say we're looking at 2018. I want you to select one to three top goals where you're going to align social. You have to be realistic because not every business goal is social media going to be able to have a direct impact for you this year? If you're just starting out, it could be only one goal or two goals that you're going to be able to really align to and have a positive impact. So when we're planning, we're looking at what exactly does success look like? Okay, by the time we're done with the planning phase, we know what our goals are. We know what our objectives are. We know the metrics and how we are going to measure success. We know what funding we, we have and we need. We know what gaps we have for resources and you know budget allocation. We know whether we need to go borrow money, right? If you're a small business and you are setting these goals, you know you need to go get funding. You maybe need to go get investments, right? You have to get real on these things. And that's something we help some of our entrepreneur and small business clients with a lot is we, you know, we'll help them put together a plan, strategy, and a pitch where they can then go and acquire that funding, okay? Uh, do you have the right mindset to succeed? Maybe you have a partner or you have a board of directors or an owner of your company if it's not you. Uh, a manager that doesn't have the right mindset. Uh, they haven't bought into social media. If that's the case, then part of your plan is you're going to need to facilitate education and, and thought and mindset shifts. Okay. That needs to be part of your plan. You can't ignore that. Do you have the right skills, right? Do you have the right technology? Is your team trained, uh, you're going to need to invest in those areas if those are going to be requirements for success. And then also taking a look at how your current online platform is performing, right? How are things going, good or bad or ugly? Uh, you have to conduct your own audit and you have to be realistic on if it's working. And if you're not going to be able to get real with it, you know, hire a third party and let somebody help you with that. We do a lot of audits and, and strategies for our clients and uh, they like it, right? A lot of times they're like, just tell me the good, bad, and the ugly. Tell me what we need to do to fix it. Because until you acknowledge what needs fixed, you're not going to be able to, to move forward in a big way. And then understand what are the risks, right? What are the, the things that keep you up at night 
are probably a, maybe a risk, right? But what are those risks that you need to manage? And, and just because there's a risk doesn't mean you can't mitigate that risk, hopefully. So you just need to list those out and have a plan for those. And then when you're looking at measurement, you know, what are your top business goals? Align those goals to your digital and social media plan. And then we look at KPIs. So those are key performance indicators. We'll talk a little bit more about those here in a little bit. So then step five, we have build. So this is where, particularly if you're a little bit geeky like me, and anytime I say that, I'm saying it as a compliment to you. Uh, it's a good thing to be a little geeky, particularly in the world of online marketing. And it's really good if you're really geeky. But Building is where we are building our platform. We're building our brand. We're building whatever it is we said we were going to do in our plan. Okay. So think of the house analogy. It's where we're building the house. We're putting pieces together. One of the first things you want to think about, because sometimes for a lot of businesses, this takes a long time. Okay. Uh, if, if branding is not your specialty, don't wait until the last minute to throw your brand together right? You need to have a branding strategy. You don't need to overcomplicate it, but you need to get some help. It's why we include this in our academy as well, trying to help small business and even large, you know, be able to facilitate their own brand development. Um, for building, you absolutely know what success looks like before you come into this space. You should not be setting up your Facebook and your Instagram unless you know everything we talked about in the earlier phases. So you know the goals, you know the metrics, you have the executive stakeholders are on board and supporting it. And if they're not 100%, you're in the process of that mindset shift, right? You are pushing them toward where they need to go, as well as having an engaged team. So your team is engaged, they're ready for the journey. Even if they need to learn, they are engaged and they are excited. Then we also have our audiences clearly defined. So we know who they are. We know what they need from us. We know where they are going and we have funding secured for us to be able to reach those priority audiences. All of our risks are identified. We have a plan to mitigate those and we have built out our, we are during this phase, we are building out our go-to-market plan and our strategy. So this is where we're saying, this is how we are going to get to market. And this is the timing. This is what it's going to look like. Sorry if I was just moving. I have a cat that just jumped, <laughs> a big fat cat that just jumped on my table and thinks he needs to be part of this presentation. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So that go-to-market plan is detailed. So it's not just saying, I'm gonna launch Facebook this week, this month next month. It's, it's a plan. What does your marketing and social media plan look like? You know, at what time you're going to market with what, and then in build phase, we're also starting to build that integrated platform. And I want you to really think about integrated platform. And it's not just about Facebook. It's not just about Instagram. It is about focusing on building a platform. So we are not dependent on building our business on rented land, such as Facebook, right? I want you to own part of what you're doing. You need to have a home base that you own. We also want to make sure we're prioritizing our platforms, right? So we have a model where we use that it's, there's a tiered social network priority where you know what your number one priority is, what your number two priority is, because we can't be all things to everybody, we need to focus where we can have the best impact, right? Where are we going to be able to help people the most? And where are we going to best connect with our audience, right? We always want to make sure we're prioritizing based on where we can best connect and serve our audiences in a human way, right? Prioritization is key to success. Distribution. This is where we are also figuring out how are we going to get our content out there? How are we going to distribute our goods? Okay. And that's why I have an image here with fruit and think of a, a market, right? We create all this amazing content as marketers. We create videos and we create visuals, but, but a lot of times 
people never see those if you don't have a plan for distributing. So you want to be thinking about distributing when you're building your plan. So, and when you're building your platform so that you are building the platform in a way that is going to support distribution. And for example, you know, we look at things like paid media, that would be things like Facebook advertising. Okay. You need to understand how the Facebook advertising platform and even Facebook in general, what it needs from your blog or your website, how those images, what metadata you need to have. And that's why we have a build phase before we launch, because you need to build a platform that's going to integrate with these social networks. Okay. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to just build it only for Facebook. You need to build it in a way that Facebook you're integrating that with your business. And so we have paid media. That's where we're paying advertising dollars, that type of thing. We may be paying even an influencer. We have owned media. So that's media where we own it. So people are coming to our blog. They're coming to our website, right? It's, it's a platform that we own. It's a content we own. And then earned media, that would be things like your customers going and telling the world they love you, right? You're amazing. You know, go to this person to get your haircut, go buy a burrito here, you know, buy a, a service package from this person, whatever, whatever it may be. But distribution is how you are going to reach your new and your targeted audiences. Then we have step six, which is launch. Okay. So this to me is the fun part. I always was known as the launch queen back in corporate, though I stayed very close to revenue, very close to product development. I love taking products to market it's because I think for me, it's, it's where it's like, we have finally done the work and now we get to go. It's not let me go get on social media and I'm going to launch, right? You will be so much more confident in your launch if you take the time to plan. So in the launch phase, we are completing our, our final roadmap for implementation. Okay. So you, as much as you may want to hope that that whole roadmap is done, I'm telling you, it's never done by launch. So I, I put this together to be very realistic with you. This is where you're going to be finalizing it because things are going to change. And then your go-to-market plan that we did finalize the best we could, this is where we begin execution. That thing has to be done before we start launching. Okay. And then we have a calendar, you know, planning phase where we're, we're integrating different activities and integrating whether what we are doing on email marketing versus Instagram versus offline. If you're launching a new business, what are you doing with the launch? Our tools are selected for distribution. We know how we're going to distribute content. We know how we're going to measure. We've, we've started to at least uh, prioritize those things, at least for the early phases. And then we are also thinking about sustaining. We don't want to just build a plan that's just going to work for the very, very, very short term. We want our business to be around for the long term. And then we're looking also at the social network profiles. We want to make sure that we are our brand on Facebook, our brand on Instagram, our brand on Twitter is representing all the work we just did, right? Don't do all this work and then forget to make your logo look good on the social networks or update your cover image on, on Facebook, right? There's so many tools out there today that can make us look exactly how we want that customer experience to actually be, uh, you know, how it is we serve our clients. We can have that be an exact representation on our Facebook page, okay? So step seven is measure. And so this is where we are tweaking, rinsing, and repeating. So measurement is where we are looking at our business goals. And so our business goals and objectives are defining where we are going and why. And then our KPIs are what is helping measure the transformation. So as you are thinking about how you're going to measure success, the first thing you need to know is what are your goals? Okay. What are your objectives? And then those KPIs help measure how you're tracking to those goals. So what are the big transformations you want to make? Maybe you want to decrease the sales cycle. So it's faster. Maybe you want to improve customer service. Maybe you need 
improved, you know, increased brand awareness in a huge way? You know, what are those things that are going to help you achieve your business goals? And then the KPIs are what helps us measure success. And be very careful not to get hung up on what we call vanity metrics. So where you're only focused on likes, you're only focused on engagement, that type of thing. And I've talked about this. I did a keynote last week. I was in Missouri and I talked a lot about intent and measurement. And it's been on a couple of our past webinars too that you can check out. But the key thing is, and I want to give you an example. Facebook right now is really, Mark Zuckerberg and team are really pushing for uh, brands to focus on engagement, okay? I challenge you with that to make sure you're not following what a social network tells you to do if it's not right for your audience, okay? So about a month ago, I was in Canada uh, presenting for uh, our target audience, which is, you know, C-level executives, directors of marketing, VPs, those type of people. And there's 3,000 people in a room that I was, we were presenting to. And I asked the question, how many of you are engaging with content on Facebook, business content? Less than 1% of those 3,000 people raised their hand. I asked them, how many of you are watching live business video content on Facebook? Less than 1% raised their hand. So if I were to follow what Mark Zuckerberg says and only focus on engagement for my target audience, I can tell you, I know my audience and it's not just from those presentations. My audience does not engage on Facebook on a lot of business public content. Okay. So a C-level executive at a large company isn't going to go comment on my Facebook business page. I'll tell you 99% of our customers that have ever hired us do not... <laughs> communicate with us publicly on Facebook. A lot of times they don't want their competitors to know that they're working with us. They want to keep that as a secret or try to. So I just want to challenge you to think about the metrics you're using. Don't follow the loudest voice in your niche. Don't follow your competition. Create the goals and the objectives and the KPIs that truly are going to help you measure your connection with your audience. And this is one of the key areas I see so many brands, big and small, make mistakes. They're, they're honestly just focused on all of the wrong things. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.